Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. News of the NHL sending players to the 2026 Winter Olympics has prompted us to take a look at projected rosters and which Golden Knights players we might see on the Olympic stage in Italy and in the 2025 World Cup. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thank you so much for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us on YouTube, Lockdown Golden Knights. Make sure that you subscribe there. We are also on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK. We are brought to you by FanDuel today. Football season's about to kick off. And make sure right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time that they win in the regular season. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. So, Chris, an interesting topic today. Uh, we got win this past week of the NHL and its players association preparing to get back to participating in the world cup of hockey in 2025 and the olympic games in 2026 in italy on the vgk current roster here are some of the projected players let's take a look at this uh, who could make international rosters if you will and the league and the nhlpa are working to create an international competition of sorts they're up to a lot of things, and this is great. The NHL did not participate, as we know, in the last couple of Olympic Games. So some of the current VGK players, let's uh, take a deep dive here, who could play for the country. We start with the U.S. of A., and the number one player would have to be Jack Eichel for Team USA. Eichel has played on three U.S. national teams already. I uh, started playing at a very young age. He was the captain of the U.S. juniors team, and uh, they won the goal in 2014, I think. And Eichel could join a team, right, when you look at a USA uh, roster that might have the Kachucks, Austin Matthews, Tage Thompson. Hughes brothers. And, who's that? The Hughes brothers. The Hughes brothers, yes. And, and then also ah, a little suspect in net, though, uh, Connor Hellebuck and – Jake Ottinger, perhaps, and maybe if he Ottinger's finally... not, not Ottinger's not suspect in that. <laughs> Nor is Hellebuck. <laughs> well, by twenty twenty five, they could. Be... Of course, and That's then fair. of course, there's going to be some younger prospects. Brendan Brisson, he might be on this roster. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I don't throw that. Um, in there. Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe he'll develop by then. Well, listen, it would be great if there was a shot. I mean, maybe he can get what the Christian Leitner effect, where they always brought in uh, one one player. You, you started off by mentioning World Cup, and that brought me back. I had to Google what year it was. Um, but '96, I remember watching when Tony Amante scored the game Jeez. winner um, against Canada. But I remember that game because. He was driving to the net. There was a rebound, and it was a controversial goal at the time because it didn't go in off the stick. It went off the shin pad, and he was actually trying to hit the puck with his stick, and inadvertently it was deflected, but it was a good goal because no kicking motion and all that. So that was uh, that was pretty exciting. I remember that game pretty well, and 
you know, international competition, it's, it's awesome to see the best on best. It's absolutely amazing thinking about, like you said, the Hughes brothers, the Kachucks, Eichel, Austin Matthews against Connor McDavid, um, against who else did I had wrote an article about this, right? I can't remember. I'm like, no, you know, we'll, Nathan we'll McKinnon, go. Kale yeah. McCarr, like Kale all McCarr. these players just going against each other, best on best. It would be so much fun. It'll start, like you said, in 2025, potentially. And then basically every two years after that. So Olympics and then like a world cup, some type of international competition. And it's going to be, it's, it's good. The concern, obviously health of the players doing it in the middle of the season and stuff though. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I know for the USA team, one of the names that was prominently mentioned was former VGKer Max Pacioretty, but 25, 26. I don't think he's going to be able to play. Let's get and him then, through a preseason first, and we'll go from there. <laughs> but yeah. And then, you know, you went a little bit into Team Canada, right? So Alex Petrangelo, probably not. I mean, these are guys that were forecasted to play in the last couple of Olympic games, but they're of course health pending for Petro health. If if he's healthy, he's in. Here's one for you. Mark Stone, Mark Stone. uh, Would he play for team Canada in a couple of years? Well, let's, would he be invited to play? The answer is undoubtedly. Yes. Um, All those health issues and stuff, you know, I mean, Vegas golden Knight fans, they would hold their breath. If it comes like, let's just, Pretend this year we're going to have an international competition, right? Mark Stone's having a wonderful year, played about what 45, 48 games. Then the NHL has a two week pause to do the, do the competition, right? And every single shift, you know, the Golden Knights, and this is just a Vegas thing. This is every team that has players in, they're holding their breath, watching them out there play and, and everything like that. So I don't, it would be, it would be a jagged pill for me to swallow to get behind Mark Stone competing in an international competition ever, ever. He's he's qualified. He'll be invited. And, you know, it's tough because so many of these players do take such pride for the opportunity to represent their country, play for a gold medal. And you can't fault the players for that. Just given Mark Stone's situation, I don't know. That's that's tough. That would be really yeah. tough. When I said, you know, players like, you know, Hellebuck and an auditor, that they are suspect, I'm just maybe forecasting ahead wear and tear and what have you. And I don't, I'm not quite sure where they're going to be, you know, in a couple of years, let alone this upcoming season. But for Team Canada, I've got one for you. And this is based on a very deep dive of just going through rosters and projections and all that you have out there. Logan Thompson, goaltender for Team Canada. He'll be a player that's in his prime. Um. Okay, so Hellebuck will not be in his prime at that point. So we can start there. <laughs> right, I, I kind of threw him out. But Logan Thompson could be a good international player. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of going through ratings and stuff right now. I mean, Ottinger, obviously, I think would be a a shoo-in. Uh, Swayman, oh, Swayman's Swayman. U.S. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the wrong. No, Swayman right would now. be U.S. We'll it, the on, on that Canadian team, you would have Connor McDavid, as you mentioned, Connor Bedard would be a good candidate for Team Canada. Nate McKinnon, Kale McCarr, that would be a pretty. Oh, it would be so awesome. much funny. I'm looking on the. I mean, could Logan Thompson possibly, I mean, it possibility, sure. It's definitely fair to consider. Um, 
We gotta make sure we talk about the Swedish team at some point, of course. We are, we are. We're going down that list. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, let's dive into then Sweden. William with, Carlson. Next, next, next topic. <laughs> Vegas Bjorn. Vegas Bjorn out there for uh Sweden, along with uh you'd have an Eric Carlson, uh Mika Zapanajad, um Linus Olmark probably would be in that, but another VGKer that could be ready to play internationally and has done so before i do believe is the incoming rookie david edstrom the top draft pick for vgk yeah i mean if there's a spot where he was invited you know in two years to represent his country that would certainly bode well for um his his development right i mean if he's good enough to play for team sweden who's pretty dang good Mm -hmm. then he's good enough to be on the vgk roster i think that's a pretty safe thing to say Okay, the Russians, Dorofiev and Barbashev perhaps could be candidates. I would definitely think Barbashev slides in there, and Dorofiev. I think it depends on if he continues how on he's developed. Path. But I mean, he's yeah. definitely on the right path. And if my only choices are yes and no, and nothing in between, I'll say yes. Why not? I mean, yeah. you look at how he did in, in his short time in the AHL last year. You look at what he can do in the AHL and. You know, you got you got the KHL, so many good players, so many great players that are Russians in the NHL. So, you know, Shepeshev. Oh, uh, uh, captain, 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 captain Shepeshev. Absolutely. Well, okay, and you you still have Ov. You still have uh, Panarin. You still have uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, we don't know again what type of shape uh, Andre Vasilevsky will will be in. You know, perhaps on a downward slope. Um, you know, approaching that area. But again, it's a couple of years away and you also have to look, you know, there will be some young guns and from this VGK roster and perhaps with any trades and shiny new toys that are added to the VGK roster that could make it uh, an international play. So you mentioned uh, Kaprizov. It got me thinking a buddy of mine's down in Florida. Um, He was in a hockey rink down there watching a competition. I'll talk about that in a second, but Here's a, a list of the players that were on the ice working out that he was sending me videos and stuff. In of. Florida. In Florida. Kaprizov. Okay. Oh, wow. Gregory Denisenko. Ivan Barbashev. Oh, wow. Uh, Marshenko from Columbus. And this is just a small Carter Verhage. Just uh-huh. a very small list of a lot of great players down there working out and practicing together. So it's like uh, watching his own international competition with like 15 people just, you know, in the rink at the right time, watching all this great, uh, all this great talent down there. It's pretty cool. That is uh, definitely pretty cool. And, and then the, that... the American Latin cup is happening down there. Huh. And they had actually sent me a video in the stands while it's going on. Are you going to post that somewhere? I, I think no, I'll post Twitter. it. Yeah, he gave me permission. Mariachi okay. band in the stands while the while you got the everything happening on the ice. So, so such a cool environment. So I'll post some of this uh, later on today on Twitter. Well, at least we know now that one VGK player is working out. Barbashev. There you we go. Haven't seen very many workout videos, right, of players. So Not too. Cool. Well, I mean, we did see March or so in his Montreal in his next NHL team jersey, Montreal, right. In Montreal, yeah. Hey, uh, what do you have coming up in Vegas hockey now that the fans should look out for? Oh, there you go. I just want to stir it up, Tony. Uh, by the time this uh, uh, Locked on Golden Knights episode airs, a little discussion. Let's just 
pretend for a second that Marcheseau and or Chandler Stevenson are unable to reach agreements. I'm not even saying anything bad about them. I'm just saying unable to reach agreements on a contract extension in Vegas. What about flirting with Elias Pettersson from the Vancouver Canucks? What about Jonathan Marcheseau as an Olympian? I mean... A Conn Smythe winner certainly should get plenty of consideration. I can't see why someone like that would not be great for the locker room. Um, you know, he probably slots in on, like, the, the line fours in international competition are a little different than the fourth lines in the NHL competition. It's basically four skill lines. Maybe you have the strongest, like if, you know, Tom Wilson were to be an Olympian, he's a fourth liner. But other than that, it's basically best on best skill on skill and if Marcheseau is on your fourth line it's a pretty good team so Carlson a fifth liner then for the Olympic team he's going to lead Sweden to the to the gold to the cup to everything and you're going to eat so much crow he's going to score an empty netter in international competition and you're going to kick the rabbit ears off your uh, wi-fi router and uh, your flip phone's going to be torn in half and that's going to be that and you don't forget the screw on antenna that you have on your flip phone as well very cool Coming up next, we've got Where is the Cup? And later on, it's WTF, What the Friday. Don't go away. Stay with us on this action-packed edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Football season is about to kick off, and it's starting to kick off in earnest, and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time that they win during the course of the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you will get bonus bets for every victory. And you could use these bonus bets to make all sorts of wagers on spreads, on player props, on over-unders, and much, much more. So make sure that you visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and you could start to get your bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. Again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and take some time to visit FanDuel. All sorts of great props and everything from money lines to what have you around your team. That's fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen. Find us wherever you get your podcast and please make sure that you go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. And they were, were just talking about Super Bowl, starting to get excited here for everything, all the festivities. Who's going to be the wait. halftime? Who's No no, no, no Swifty. Who's it going to be? Who, who, Man, who's the next no shock? Sw- Thank goodness it's not Lizzo. Zach Whitecloud arriving uh, in a horse-drawn carriage. That was cool. During the course of, that was one of the best entrances, bar none. Um, a drum circle. That would be maybe they should replace the VGK drum circle. I like that drum circle a lot better. Um, so there we go, the WTF. Um, so uh, it was pretty cool. He one of the coolest things that White Cloud did too. So the entrance was phenomenal. He had this. Uh, also, there was one photo that had him with a VGK blanket, uh, which I've never seen before. Which would probably be a bestseller now. Don't let Bill Foley get his hands on that because we'll see that everywhere. But it was a blanket. It was pretty cool. But even cooler, the fact that White Cloud filled the Stanley Cup with, went into 7-Eleven, 
and filled the cup up with a Slurpee. He was drinking a Slurpee out of the Stanley Cup. When there was no no coffee filter and no bowl, just right, right, right Straight into the cup, right into the cup. A Slurpee. Now, do you do you think he added maybe an adult beverage into that mixture? Well, I mean, I think the most important question is what would he get charged for it? How many right. ounces was that? That's important. Well, some it went over one of our uh, listener and viewers' heads. So I said they should have done this on July 11th, 7-11. He should have had the cup. I mean, right. it would have made, would have made for, and I'm sure he would have got some money out of it too. So, yeah. Yeah, but that was really cool. And so uh, that was Sioux Valley, Dakota, um, uh, Sioux Valley, Dakota Nation, I should say. And really neat to see him and the excitement uh, that was generated through all of those folks in that community. That was phenomenal. This was a week in which we saw Keegan Colasar had the cup. William Carrier, Carrier, had the cup. Um, and then, of course, uh, Marcia so had the cup. And coming up on Sunday in beautiful downtown Kitchener, I think it is, uh, Nick Haig will have the Stanley Cup. That's Sunday. And I don't know if there's any anything else in between. So that's pretty neat. March so had the, 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 the water shot photo. I saw that, you know. Oh, like, my goodness. We did not have a, a white cloud. There's no water, I guess, up there. I'm going to have to ask, like, in the first media session, I can. I'm sure Dave will be laid back. I'm, I'm sure everyone will be asking about the cups and stuff like that. I just want to ask, like, and I don't mean this weirdly or anything like that. Just no, no, no. Why, why is it everyone wants the cup with water? Does, why do people, the water like, shot? Why the water? Do people, like, you know, is that just, like, a place where people think and reflect and then now it's full circle? Hey, here's a Stanley Cup, so this is a place I used to go. Like, I don't, like, I mean, everybody. Yeah, pretty interesting. How could I have seen the cup I like need yet? Oh, man. They should put those uh, unused busts in there um, from last year. Remember, they ha- well, they did have uh, they did have the Bruce bust out there at Lake Mead when they took a photo. So that would be kind of cool if they put that down. Hey, listen, the Golden Knights knew what they were doing, man. This, this, the Bruce Cassidy statue is coming soon. How awkward was that? How awkward was that for the uh, the, the bust of Cassidy when he first arrived here? And Good goes, foreshadowing hey, is the answer to that question, Tony. Good foreshadowing. He goes, hey, hey, I don't know why they did that for me. It was very awkward. Good um, foreshadowing. They knew exactly what they were doing. We also have the Golden Knights road trip uh, with a stop. That's in pretty cool. Beautiful downtown Bozeman, Montana. And I just think, you know, some of the reactions, I just read one news report that had mentioned the growth since 2017 when the uh, team was first up there and making that stop. And now how much it's grown, and there's just a lot of fan interest there. There was a great uh, clinic there, if you will, for kids 5 to 14. Uh, by far the highlight of this road trip, though, had to be Logan Thompson stopping soccer balls and 150 kids on the ice like the Edmonton Oilers had. Too many men, too many kids. I wish I could find it now. I was scrolling through Facebook this morning, but um, somebody went to the last – road trip stop and mm. pictures with all the, the the players that are there and just what the players, what players are up there uh, well, I mean, we know we've had logan thompson Derek england i didn't see who england. was at the most recent one but you got the yeah. tv personalities up there and everything was just like doing basically their version of like an open mic type q a and stuff like that i mean it's really important for the team to have this visibility outside of Las Vegas, because they're basically cornering the the mountain region, I guess we can call it, as far as, you know, 
support for the team goes just simply outside of Nevada and this passively, but you know, you think about the Chicago Cubs or the Atlanta Braves, how all the exposure they get, which is why they're very, you know, followed teams, why there's a lot of Cub fans, not simply in Chicago because of WGN and watching all the games growing up and stuff like that. You now have the Golden Knights, basically TV market expanding across what three or four different states, so to speak. And the fact that they do take the time to go and visit these areas, they give the local hockey fans memories. They give the players inspiration on the ice. I mean, you know, you're just having your regular, you know, weekly clinic, whatever it is that you do. And then all of a sudden there's Derek England and Logan Thompson out there with you. That's I'd like stuff to see more players. Forgets. I'd like to see more players involved if they could. Sure. But I mean, you know, there's only so much time in this off season right now and, you know, all the decompression and stuff that needs to happen. I mean, you know, starting, starting next week, any of the players that are in Vegas in the mornings, if you're on city national, you know, you're going to see some impromptu action out there. You're going to see, you're going to see some pretty good pickup hockey. And it's not just going to be Vegas golden Knights. It could be other players who, you know, happen to stay in Vegas or passing through Vegas or simply, you know, they just decide to come to Vegas for three or four days and get some good workouts in. And, you know, it could be like what we had down in Florida with Kaprizov and Marshenko and Ivan Barbashev, cool. all of them on the same ice sheet. Coming up next, it is that time, folks. Stay with us. WTF, what the Friday. We have our comments and some of yours. More on the way right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much. And especially to our everydayers, folks that uh, more or less put up with us every day. Pretty soon we're going to be going back. We have to do a lot of work again, relatively soon, because we're going to be doing the show back to our five-day-a-week schedule and it's going to be crazy. I think back to it, and there's a lot of good things happening along the way. Uh, one of those good things, as we start off WTF, Chris, is the rookie face-off is coming to the Dollar Loan Center and to City National. And I had mentioned that tickets were priced at $50 you're taking each. My, you're taking my first WTF, Tony. Well, go ahead. Do you want to pick it up from there? Go ahead. Yeah, Tony, you were wrong. They start 18 bucks. <sighs> Ticket star at eighteen bucks. WTF? The Tony Cardasco first... was was wrong for many more times than the first time in the history of this podcast. But That's Tony's amazing. been first blasting. Vegas. Yeah, Tony's been blasting the Golden Knights for greed and all this stuff, and how they're going to charge fifty bucks to watch a right. bunch of rookies who probably won't even crack an NHL roster for a little while. Eighteen bucks gets you in, and there's not a bad seat in the house for two uh, two games. Eighteen dollars, so nine dollars. Yeah, it a gets game. you it gets you a two pack. Yeah, so exactly, it gets you a two pack. Uh, you know, now that said, they they might get you uh, uh, tailgates. Eat before you go inside the Dollar Loan Center. Otherwise, popcorn's about twenty five cents a kernel. But otherwise, outside of that, it's pretty good. Twenty five cents a kernel. You like that? Um, I like that. Otherwise, like that. WTF twenty Cardasco, you were wrong. Ah. Okay, yeah, but it was fifty bucks. Maybe that was because it was just at one place, one venue, right back then. Now they have two. It's split up a little bit, and yes, they will gouge you with all of the concessions. We've got uh, at Darth Tommy seven seven four. Here's a WTF just cause. Why would they show us the Pacific and Western banners before opening night? Thought they could have uh, been used to build up the Cup banner reveal. WTF. 
what's there to build up? Like, seriously, what's there in a month and a half, give or take, Golden Knight fans are going to get to witness the Stanley Cup banner being hung from T-Mobile Arena after our expansion team has been around for six years. There's no underselling the excitement, the energy, whatever terminology you want to use. Um, I, I do question why the banners were changed, though. I think the new ones look better. Don't get me wrong. Like they, they look cool. They look really cool. And the center ice logo having the Stanley Cup kind of, uh, you know, surrounding it and stuff like that. I thought that was a pretty cool little reminder to the hockey world who, uh, has the Stanley Cup for the next uh, year or so. But, you know, there's no, there's no taking away the excitement of that moment. WTF, Chris, today. The WNBA Las Vegas Aces on Friday will be visiting the White House. WTF, number one, it's a year after they won a title that they're going to have the White House visit. It's almost a year. It's almost a year. Okay. Where are you WTFing? Are you the team or? or, No, now I'm WTFing. No, no, I'm not going to get political here. No, 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 no. Just over the time. That's what I mean. I'm not going to talk about Trump's weight. Saying that he's 215 pounds. I'm not going there today. That's what that was all about. about left field? No, where is the invitation for the Vegas Golden Knights? Okay, now I follow To you. go okay. to the White House. Or has that happened? Have they turned it down? WTF, we need to know if this VGK team will get an invitation to go to the White House, maybe when they play against Washington. That would be a good time to send them there. Uh, WTF. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And obviously that is a hot button issue. You just don't know uh, how stuff like that's going to be taken and everything. And well, um, you know what? I want to look at the schedule Poli- and see what politics they play. So aside, seriously, politics aside, it's just a great thing. Cool thing. Of course. To go and be invited to the White House. I, I kind of put all the politics aside and I just would want to be there just because I think I saw Chet Buchanan. Uh, who's my radio brethren and the PA announcer for the Aces, yeah, like was it. just posting that he's back there in Washington, D.C. I just think it's cool. And we could have... He, he relocated? No, no. He went back there to go with the team. He's oh, okay. I probably understood. Okay. Yeah. So I think that that's pretty neat. I don't know if I would have gotten clearance, but we could have applied for press credentials and went back there. But it's it's great. It's a great thing just to go back there and to be a part of history. I hope that every team that goes there just sort of approaches it like that WTA. so really fast uh, the golden knights friday november 10th home against the sharks tuesday november 14th at washington yeah so you have three days in there and then the let's next go. day they go to montreal where's the invitation let's go wtf i want to go to i heard getting around washington is really like a pain like no one goes it's on the, the highways because they charge a ton of money and stuff like it's a that. pain but the secret service probably would pick you up and get you there. Oh, I'm sure the Secret Service would, would pick us right up from the airport and take us directly yeah. in. Especially you and I. Um, I have one more WTF here. Okay. Uh, okay, WTF. I am not sold, and you talked about going on this caravan again to all these hot points. Well, that would have been great if VGK was still aligned with AT&T Sportsnet because that's what they were selling before. But I'm not sold on this. Uh, it's not a TV package, folks. It's a streaming package. But they have the TV package with scripts already. Okay, yeah, it is with scripts. I don't know how to find that. I'm not channel thirty four. 
Rabbit ears, channel thirty four. Okay. Rabbit ears, rabbit ears, is probably the easiest way to find it. To be honest with you, <laughs> but weren't weren't we led to believe? Okay, and I'm not just trying to stir the pot here, but weren't we led to believe that these games might be broadcast on a YouTube channel and such, where it was going to be free accessibility for those folks, even outside of this area, that don't have uh, that uh, new TV station KMCC. I don't know. I mean, I, you'd have to go back and take a look at specifically, I think the announcement came in April, no, May. The announcement came, I believe, in May uh, about the Scripps deal. And you have to look at Carrie Bubolt's quote about it, the commitment to keeping quote, the Golden Knights free, which... His, his, his quote was something to the effect of, I got screwed. My name isn't on the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Fair enough, Tony. I, I thought you had something better than that, but yeah. Um, no, I mean, the Golden Knights are keeping their commitment to free hockey, which is very important, obviously. And it seems like this is going to be easier than all the drama everyone like you on the Facebook groups. What channel is the game on tonight? What channel is the game on <laughs> It's <tonight>? so bad. <laughs> it it was, seems like it's going to be a little bit easier this year. It was year, so bad. Unless yeah, it's obviously, hope. you know, the, the glorious ESPN picks up games and or uh, TNT. But you do have to pay for, correct me if I'm wrong, for Vizio, don't you? Or I'm not sure. Apple TV, yes, definitely subscription-based. Roku? Yeah, YouTube, uh, all that subscription-based. Oh, it's going to be easy. But, yeah. put it on, just put it on YouTube, and let's call it a day. I did but, read. Well, YouTube TV isn't, isn't free either, though. No, 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 just YouTube. YouTube. And maybe if KMCC is on YouTube TV, that would be pretty good as well. Because I, I think a there. lot of folks have it. Okay. Uh, Viewlift's integrated marketing services allow the Knights. Okay, I had to pull this out of the the press release. Viewlift's integrated marketing services allow the Knights, not even the Golden Knights, the Knights to engage fans more deeply, and its broad integration tools to empower any business model. WTF? Wh- where are we going with this? What does that even mean? Oh, does that mean we're going to get and gouge more of our sponsors? What does that mean? I mean, it's all at the end of the day, like I tell my kids in so many discussions, you know, they they, they ask why something happens. And <laughs> I, the answer is simple. It all comes down to, and they both fill in the blank with money, you know, and it's, that's what it, <laughs> all these statements that get made and stuff, that's you know, great. it's all about building value and, you know, that, that connection, that FOMO, that fear of missing out where you need to be involved in stuff like that. And, uh, you know, hype is, hype is a heck of a drug folks. I guess we'll leave it at that. Hype is a heck of a drug. So what is the Gallic family going to do? Like say this weekend leading up to hockey and was your daughter wearing her hockey helmet at breakfast this morning? Eating? No, I don't. Yeah. 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 Sticking it. Yeah, exactly. No, that was an old picture. We talked about that the other day, but that I was, love that picture. That was, that was classic. There, that there's was a lights game on the soccer team, Las Vegas lights, the USL that, that's on Saturday at Cashman. We might go. I mean, there's, there's so many ways to get free tickets for that. Whether you go to Wendy's or great clips and get a haircut or white castle and order like, like 10 of those magnificent sliders, you know, they give you free tickets and stuff like that. So we might go. I don't know. We'll see. We, we usually end up going. We have a good time at those games. There's, there's like 13 of us in the stands, unfortunately, though, but they are a small story, but it could be interesting down the road. The lights are going to play two games at the Las Vegas ballpark where the aviators yeah. play in October. I wonder if that's a precursor to something that might be coming. But if the A's come, like, I don't know. Here's a WTF. Here's a WTF here. 
White Sox rumored to possibly be getting out of the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Whether that means they're going to go to the suburbs like Arlington Heights or Schaumburg or Addison, where they were supposed to go a long, 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 long time ago before they decided to build, build the new Comiskey across the street. Who knows? But I say we just politely scrap this whole thing with the A's. Let the A's stay in Oakland. Let's get the White Sox instead. Let's get the White Sox. That would be absolutely amazing. Cause that's, yeah, that would be I'm a White Sox fan. I'm not a Cubs fan. So that'd be great for me. And bring back Arlington Park, right? It's gone, I think. Arlington, yeah. that's where the Bears are going to be playing. The Bears bought yeah. that area. And but they need knock. to, right. They I need love to Arlington build Park. A race. Let's bring, let's bring the racetrack back. Cause that we was, let's bring a race, we need a racetrack in Vegas. Like, so, maybe it'd have to be a dome, but. So we had the, we had the dog races. We had dogs. We had a dog here. track? Yes, up uh, on Boulder Highway. Track. Oh, yeah. And that was uh, back in the heyday here. Really? That's My awesome. heyday. Uh, during college, it was in college. And I this is not there. Vegas's heyday right now. Let's be clear about this. So, Vegas, used, yeah. Vegas used to be so much better, but keep going. Okay. Yeah. No. So of course, you know, I was that guy who was a free agent all the time. I didn't belong to any fraternity. I was too cool for that. Didn't need more friends, you know, all that, whatever. But I did latch on to the cooler fraternity that had the best party. And so they did have a bus trip out on, you know, where racetrack road is in Henderson. Well, yeah, I, li- I, li- I live six minutes from there. So if you go up to Racetrack uh, Road, you're heading south on Boulder Highway. You hang a left right there. So I think pass, there's a casino or something now. Yeah, I think where Club Fortune is at. I if think it, that's if, where the if dog. If you need a landmark, I, I can landmark about every casino in the valley. I keep going. helped to build Club Fortune. Basically, I I lost my shirt. It was like I I I wish my dog would have jumped the rail. That would have been the best thing that could have happened that night. But they did have a dog track out there and. It just was absolutely too hot and too much, and yeah, of course, it started off very well, and then it just, yeah, it fizzled, unfortunately. Uh, also fizzling, WTF is a show, so we appreciate everyone tuning in. You like that outro? Uh, we appreciate you, you all tuning in. Uh, thanks for making us your first listen. As always, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, which also helps the Gallic College Fund. I guess community uh, college, subscribe. community Locked college, on. but yeah, community college right now. Uh, Locked on Golden Knights for my man Chris Golic. I'm Tony Cardasco. Yeah, where are we going? Let's get out of here. I'm Tony Cardasco. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again right here on Monday, hopefully, because we don't know. We're just fly by night guys. We'll see you hopefully Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Have a great weekend, everyone.